The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. Welcome to another episode of Get Paid, your one-stop shop for all things fantasy, gambling, and daily fantasy. We are proud partners of the Underdog Sports Podcasting Network. You can also find us on Podcast One. You are listening, as usual, to Sean and Brad. Brad, what's going on, man? What's up, homie? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm uh, just chilling out. I've been working on, uh, I was telling you off the air, I'm going to be starting a new consulting company, which is uh, which is exciting. Um, you know, I'm keeping my eye out for uh, for other opportunities, but I figure, you know, I, I, I do things. I know things, so why not consult? Why can't I consult a little bit more? Yeah, right? I see on that, dude. Well, I got to say, you know, the um, in all seriousness, like the, the functional sportsaholic, I think I'm ending the first full year of business we're not there i think you and me we're close to about 45 46 episodes give or take wow um the functional sports yeah i know man time flies and then functional sportsaholic is only like four episodes more so we're nearing our 50th um yeah man and we've been doing well like the books have been doing well i've been doing a lot of digital marketing and, and basically just bootstrapping this from the bottom up and it's been doing pretty good you know we've been getting paid we've been getting ads and all that stuff so um, you know, I've uh, I'm taking some of that along with my my day job, my professional life as a marketer and as a sales guy, and just saying, look, you know, new age media catering towards a small business, and uh, you know, saying, hey, man, I- I've grown, I've grown corporations, I've grown small business as well. I've, I'm growing this one as we speak. So what the hell? Why not give it a go, right? Sean, you do know things, my man. I do know things. I know some I give things. You props. I, I thank you, buddy, and I know a little bit too much about the NFL, um, but. You know what? Hey, as as we say on the show, it does get us paid, though. Knowing knowing is knowledge is uh, is power, right? For sure, it does get paid, right? <laughs> That's right, man. So, um, so this week we've run through our 2018 division reviews. We've we've gone through our 2018 kind of what went right, what went wrong. The NFL draft. There's so much coverage out there um, for NFL draft, and by the time this thing airs, we're recording Brad on a Tuesday. This thing will air on Wednesday. By the time this thing, people are really consuming this. They're probably already going to be past the first round. So I say screw the NFL draft coverage. Let's just do a review next weekend and talk about things that are interesting from a fantasy perspective. Um, and what I wanted to do today is just have just a little bit of a debate, Brad, because you and me kind of disagree here and there on some quarterbacks. And I thought it would just be a fun thing to do. It's stuff that I've, I've kind of teased and thought, oh, you know what? That would be fun. Let's let's kind of go through our top lists of quarterbacks. Um, you know, who would you draft today? Who would you ride or die with for a season if you had to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, um, just because you get so crabby and it makes me laugh, I want to talk about the 2019 cap numbers of mm. some of these quarterbacks. So, you know, I told you kind of before we went, I, I wrote my list down, but I did it kind of just off the top of my head. Um, so I wanted to give you that 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 same off the top of your head thing as well. But I just want to go like top five quarterbacks, um, both of our lists. Uh, we do this on Functional Sportsaholic every now and then. We call it the fives. Um, I just want to get your top five. I'll give you my top five, um, you know, and then we'll talk about where we, you know, agree and all that stuff. And then we'll go into the draft. Like if you had to ride with somebody for like the next five to 10 years, who would it be? And then, yep. uh, and then we'll talk about the numbers. So without further ado, Brad, I say, why all don't right. you just dig right in? Like, you know, who's, who's one of your top five quarterbacks right now, if you had to pick? Drew Brees would be one of them for sure. Yeah, he was number one on my list. Um, you know, for a one season. And by the way, everybody out there, I know we're uh, we're assuming, of course, that these quarterbacks can take their whole offensive system 
and uh, and let's just say their whole offensive uh, personnel with them as well. So we're assuming that they're going to be able to put up the same numbers no matter where. Drew Brees, man, like I was thinking about Brady. I know he's going to be on your list, so no sense in you know reserving that spoiler. But I was thinking about Brady first because of all the Super Bowls and all that. But I look at last season, and uh, and they're both over forty. But man, Brees is completing seventy five percent of his passes. How do you? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 apples and oranges, really. I mean, Brady is kind of an anomaly because he doesn't. He he doesn't light you up. I mean, he can, and he has those days, but that's not his game. You know, he doesn't need to get all the yards, all the numbers, especially uh, the past few seasons. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I'm I'm exactly with you. I think outside of those years where Brady was um, with with Moss. Yeah, with Moss and Welker. Right. right? Those were his like just dominant years. And and in fairness to Brady, those were the years that the organization really surrounded himself or surrounded him with receiving talent. Right. Right. Oh, speaking of, by the way, speaking of Brady, since we're on it, did you see that they signed Demarius Thomas? Uh, the Patriots did. I did not see that. So Demarius, there it I, is. The, the funniest thing. So I was, I'm looking at over the cap. By the way, that's who I'm going to use. I love over the cap. They're not a sponsor or anything. In fact, I don't even. I, I tried like a like a creep on uh, on social media on Twitter and Facebook to try to get in touch with the guy that runs uh, over the cap, so he could be on one of the shows. And he is. Uh, he's. Give me the silent treatment, and I don't blame mm. him. I don't blame him. He's a good judge of character. Let's say it that way. Yeah, he's a smart man. Yeah, he's a smart man. He knows things too. He knows to stay away from me. Um, right but, guy. Yeah, but I, I laughed because I was looking at, and they had, uh, you know, they have on the page the kind of recent signings and all that. And I looked at Demarius Thomas. So his his contract with the Patriots is one year. Mm-hmm. This is Demarius Thomas, right? Not far removed from the Patriot or the uh, the the Broncos days. He did pretty well on his. After being traded to the Texans last year, I thought too. One year, three mm-hmm. million dollars, three hundred thousand dollar guaranteed. Wow! Right. Then I look wow. two lines down. I shit you not. Two lines down on uh, on over the cap. Travis Benjamin resigned and in, in, uh, in, with the with the Chargers. Mm-hmm. One year deal, four million dollars, three million guaranteed. Mm. What is going on? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe Demarius wants to uh, go to New England and play for a winner. Yeah. I tell you what, if I was him, I would not. Um, you know, I think that's a good strategy. Let's say it that way, because his ta- his years were incredible when he had Peyton Manning, right? Right. He was baller, man. He was the man for about what three seasons ago, two seasons ago. There was, I mean, there were better wide receivers, but he was great. And then, of course, you remember my famous bet with you at the Super Bowl. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. That was the famous, as I say on the show, because it's my proudest gambling achievement, is, is pulling 10 bucks off of Brad. Bet <laughs> Brad even odds, even odds, that Demarius yeah. Thomas would not only fumble, but he would lose a fumble to the Seattle yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, right. That was brilliant. You're the oracle. <laughs> that, and that's why, seriously, again, just kind of take this back, that's why we also watch tape as well as, as, as look at the analytics, because his fumble numbers weren't bad. But I was looking at him, and I was looking at that uh, Legion of Boom defense. I was like, there's no way this guy's hanging onto the ball. So there you go. Yeah, man. No, I would absolutely go back with uh, with Brady. And that, that is such a Patriot move, man. It's it like, is such a Patriot move. They just – I mean, I guess when you're a winner, you can pitch different things. You know, yeah. I mean, let's say, uh, for example, Cleveland. I, I mean, maybe not so much anymore, but Jacksonville, you know, the dumpster fire teams. Mm-hmm. 
if they offered the same contract, what, why would anyone do that? <laughs> right. You know, so it's almost like the rich keep getting richer. Yeah, and uh, and the, the the salary cap league, right? It's a league that's designed um, for parity. But when it when an organization gets it right so consistently, like the Patriots do, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. these teams that not not only compete but they always have money to sign players, but then they don't even have to spend that money because players want to come play with them. <laughs> right, right. And um, you know, it's why the Patriots have been doing it for so long. Um, you know, Demarius Thomas. Where else could he have gone to really? resurrect his career right because obviously the the big money wasn't coming his way it's not like he would have been like oh i'm gonna play for the patriots for three mil um and i'm gonna put this 20 mil a year offer average on this you know that that wasn't the case so obviously the offers weren't coming to him um so where else was he gonna go he figures man let me play one year with brady let me make a super bowl run and let me hopefully put up 80 catches and 1200 yards and and 10 to 15 touchdowns because hey remember Gronk's not there anymore so they have to find somebody who can possess the ball like a possession right. receiver back there i think for for the patriots it's a brilliant move for thomas i i wish he would have gotten a little bit more money like maybe 6 mil but i can't argue against everything man it's uh well what happened to him was he not in the league last year no, i don't know he was but he was like okay. he he was like non-existent so he started with the the broncos and we talked about the broncos what two weeks ago on that afc west uh, review yeah case keenum throwing you the ball um the offensive system there just wasn't great. The best um, skill player there was Philip Lindsay. Well, like midway through the season, they decided um, Elway, whatever Elway's doing, he decided to trade Thomas away. Which I guess I can't argue that. It's yeah, you know, I, I criticize Elway a lot. Um, you know, on this show as a GM, you know, Thomas, you know, he's he's coming up towards the end of a contract or whatever. I guess so. But they ended up trading him to Houston mm. um, to finish out the season there, and he did okay. Um, but you know it's hard to to basically just acclimate to a system, you know. Very true. Very true. Right in the middle of the year. But interestingly enough, now Bill O'Brien runs a similar system to Josh McDaniels, and uh, Demarius Thomas comes with eight weeks of uh, of uh, experience in a similar system, maybe with similar well, te- maybe uh, that's, terminology. That's part of the motivation, right there. Yeah, man. I yeah the 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 Patriots. It's interesting though because everybody says that their system is um is hard to pick up like you remember chad ochocinco went there for a year and he was a disaster and couldn't even get on the field correct but i think maybe uh, and this is just a hunch but you know the the system and the culture i mean i think guys want to go play there because the culture is unique from what i've heard from all the ex um ex stars like brewski and uh harrison you know the guys that are on tv they say it's just a different feel when you walk in there and uh, I think a lot of these guys crave that, you know. For example, Antonio Brown. They, I, I doubt oh they gosh. even thought of picking him up for a second. No way, no you, way. Right? They, I, I'm sure that was like, no, not even an option. So, which I think maybe, is the right move, by the way, is to not pick oh, him up. Oh, for sure, for every culture, no matter what. Yeah. Um, unless you you don't care about winning and you want to finally sell some tickets and start there. Sometimes these teams do that, but. Maybe he's craving the uh, the advanced culture and the the winning culture. Yeah, I hear you, man. It's um, it, it's a place where I would go because you know, especially as somebody who's in his late thirties, I've been around in the corporate life and all that stuff. I get it. Like you show up for work, you work your butt off, and results happen, and that seems to be the culture there. And 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 another thing I've always liked about the Patriots um, is they don't care who you are. Like they don't care what you've done before. They care what you're going to do this week. And, 
something I always laughed about was like Danny Woodhead got cut by the New York Jets. He was killing it in training camp for the New York Mm. Jets. Mm. And they cut him because he was small. Like he was too short to be a running back. And the Patriots picked him up and he was like awesome for for them for a couple of years before he went to San Diego uh, back when they were still San Diego. Um, You know, the Patriots will just pick guys up like Wes Welker. They they traded for him um, for the Dolphins. They actually gave up a second rounder for Wes Welker. So they kind of knew what they had there. But uh, Edelman, you know, who was he? You know, they, they let Welker go and they said, Edelman, why don't you come in and fill out? Now, Edelman is probably, as we talked about a few weeks ago, is probably going to get at least a Veterans Committee selection to the Hall of Fame because, dude, he's going to retire with like the most playoff receptions and Super Bowl receptions of all time. Yeah, and that's something, right? Yeah, it's Julian yeah. freaking Edelman. But Julian hey, man. Freaking Edelman, man. That's just how they do it. They're, they're the best at uh, filling puzzle pieces. Yeah. And that's and it. I don't and I don't think that Edelman is a Hall of Fame talent, but you know, that's the way the Hall of Fame works in the NFL is if you show up at playoff time and you're part of like dynasty teams, you're going to get in. And uh, yeah. I think Brewski will eventually get in. Um you know, a lot of these guys from those old Patriots teams, that first dynasty, they'll get in. Um, you know, I- even if it's not like they're not voted in, they'll get in as like a veteran selection because they really reward those dynasties. And as well, they should. Yep, I agree. All 100%. right. So uh, let's get back to the quarterback. So both of us, I think, had Brady uh, and Breeze on the list. So who would be mm-hmm. the, your third? Well, I think we should just get this out of the way. How could you not put Aaron Rodgers in there? I mean, does anyone <laughs> think he I mean, really, let's have a conversation about it. I mean, okay, the team was bad last year. He was injured the year before, and he was injured last year. I guess I don't know if you heard, but he was playing off season with an injured something or other. <laughs> I don't know, a torn something. Yeah, and his his numbers were twenty five and two, right? Something right. like that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, for for good year, for yeah for a good six weeks, he was hobbled, like legitimately hobbled. He he couldn't run. He was he was playing lame, right? Mm-hmm. So. I think you got to keep him there. I mean, come on. We can't just be 12 months removed from saying he's the best quarterback to ever play. To not, <laughs> right? I mean, that's what that is, that's essentially what we'd be doing. Don't you think? I, I'll pause there. I heard the little thing. Yeah, sorry, man. No, no, no. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's cool. The delivery, yeah. Let me know when, uh, when all set. Thanks, little mama. That's okay. We're going to start back up when the noise is done. So you can leave it there, Dad. Yeah. First <laughs> No problem. Okay, buddy. Sorry about that. Let's do that. Nah, yeah, no problem. I'm just going to uh, – I'll pick up for your point there. Okay. Let me just gather my thoughts here. I got to think of an entry point. Yeah, I forget what I was saying even. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to remember. I'm actually going to cut you off in the middle of your sentence, and then I'm going to come in there. Like right okay. after you said um, – after he said we're like 12 months removed from saying he's like the best of all time and i'm gonna jump into what you just said okay good but i have to think of my entry point so just bear with me it'll be a couple seconds then i'll I'll just start yeah i had that exact same kind of debate in my head as i was walking through my list i actually wrote these down one through five and uh, Rodgers is actually number four on my list, um, which I'll, I'll get to number three um, you know, as we get to him. I think he'll be on your list, too. Um, uh, Rodgers, I'm, I'm with you, man. So, like, he was hobbled, um, but we're not far off from him being the best. And I, I, I said this during the, uh, the NFC North review. 
um, you know, we were, when we talked a little bit about uh, the Packers' new coach, and we were talking about how McCarthy came in when Brett Favre was already a legend, Brett Favre, and McCarthy came in, and he kind of shipped him up into shape. Now, I don't know how much he can really ship Aaron Rodgers up into shape. I mean, he's 25 touchdowns, two interceptions, you know? Like, Brett Favre, there was a lot of interceptions that you could bring down. Sure. You know, I don't... I really don't know how much better um, like LaFleur can make Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's the kind of situation we're going to be in. But what I do think um, we can we can get is something that you touched on in the season um, earlier, Brad, um, like while we were in the middle of the season, before McCarthy got fired. I remember you just kind of saying like, you know, you see so many offensive coordinators scheming wide receivers open, like a right. McVay schemes wide receivers open. Well, LaFleur comes from the McVay system. You know, can he get those? Um, can he get those? Just basically, like nobody's, nobody's within ten yards of a receiver type plays. Right. That's right. where you're going to really see him. And then, of of course, Aaron Rodgers. Part of his game is, like you said before, like being able to escape the pocket and run and and be shifty and get ten yards on a scramble and and be dangerous. Make, every- yeah, he can still make more brilliant plays than I think anybody else can. Yeah, absolutely. Own, and and he can make any throw, any and every throw. And I don't think that ability has gone away. I think that Lafleur, right, can't really make Aaron better, but can make the entire scheme of the offense better. You know, you say he can make any throw, and I'm not joking when I say this. The Hail Mary throw. Like, that, the dude, yeah, I, he converts these Hail Marys, and everybody thinks, like, it's an anomaly. And it is, I guess, when you look at it statistically. But you've never seen anybody throw a Hail Mary like Aaron Rodgers throws a Hail right. Mary either. It's, it's to the moon, man. He throws and it, must, it. Right. What is it? Like, that one that he threw, was it Arizona or Detroit? It's hard for me to keep track. I think, um, I think that was Detroit, but he did complete one against Arizona. The first one was Detroit. Yeah, and the dude, like, throws it. Not only does he throw it 60 yards, but he, like you said, he throws it to the moon. He throws it like past the Jumbotron. So when you're a defensive back, right, your job is to knock the ball down. But when it's coming down at that angle, it's you almost don't get like. To it first. Yeah, exactly. It's like. Right, right. Because you're shorter. Yeah, you're shorter. And then you get these, like, these big receivers that can jump. And it's like, who can jump the highest? And yeah, it's. And it's the receivers box them out. It's a very. It's a good strategy. So, yes, there is some luck, but there's definitely technique associated with it. Yeah, I've never seen anybody throw. Like, like the arm strength. I'm sure there are guys that have that arm strength, but I've never seen anybody execute it like uh, like Aaron Rodgers. There might be another guy on this list that can do that kind of thing, and I'll get to him later. But I'll give you my number three, Brad. Okay. Russell Wilson. Yes, agreed. Yeah, it's hundred percent. We talked about him last week, so I don't, you know, I don't think we need to take up a lot of the listeners' time here. But you know, the dude does so much more with less. Correct. Um, he's, he's magnificent. You know, now that I'm talking about it, though, talking about it with you and having just gone through that Aaron Rodgers thing and his ho- being hobbled, maybe I'd draft, you know, if, if it's one season we're talking about, maybe I'd put Aaron Rodgers ahead of Russell Wilson. In fact, I do. Let me mark that. I'm going to take, even though uh, Russell Wilson put up a 35-7 and seven or 35-5 and five or whatever it was last year, touchdown to interception ratio, um, you know, it, 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 it's Aaron Rodgers, man. Aaron Rodgers is, is the man. He he's man. the man, and we can't just we can't just say he's not anymore. Okay, let's so this year let's say it he somehow falls off the rails, which is not going to happen, or mm-hmm. maybe the season is subpar, and he finally looks like it's his fault. You know, we still can't determine whether or not it was his fault. Yeah, you know, and from our eyes telling us it wasn't, the offense was just stagnant. So I think you got to keep him there. 
Yeah, uh, Wilson. There's a guy. I have a, a like two or three honorable mentions on this list. By the way, Russ. I have I, I have a name crossed out that he didn't even make my list after the fact. But uh, yeah, man, Russell Wilson. He can keep plays. You, you mentioned that you know Aaron Rodgers can make more like kind of off schedule plays. Um, and I agree with that, but Russell Wilson is, is, as we said last week, he makes those break your heart plays those, you know, four defensive linemen get through the offensive line doesn't block anybody. He rolls out to his right scrambles for a second and then hits like a 30 yard completion across his body to like bald winners. He's got his, he's got his own version of magic plays. Now, can he make every throw like Aaron, for example? I don't think so. No, he can't. But he can do other things. He's mm-hmm. better with his feet. Um, he's he's got a very high IQ. Not that Aaron doesn't, but he's got his own brand of magic going on. And it's, you know, I freaking hate the Seahawks because I can't stand Pete Carroll. And this is just sour grapes <laughs> from those years when they they destroyed the Packers. You know, but he's he's beautiful to watch, man. He's, I can't he's, stand he's, Pete he's, Carroll either. And I oh. also, for, I also have bad blood for Russell Wilson too because. Um, when RG3, because I was still a, a really rabid, avid Redskins fan back mm-hmm. in the day when RG3 got drafted, everybody, like Terry Bradshaw came out and said Russell Wilson was going to be the better pro. And I remember thinking, how stupid was that? And, you know, all this stuff because I was such a homer. Um, yeah, I feel yeah. Now, now that I've been, you know, now that I'm into, you know, fantasy analytics and I try to do this more as a service, as a business, I've actually kind of, you know, gotten away from any kind of homer mentality. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. Like I, I always kind of like was was annoyed with Russell Wilson. Then that that same rookie season, Seattle actually beat Washington in the playoffs that year. But it was after RG three blew his knee out. The Redskins were putting it on. They were up fourteen to nothing in that game. They were putting it on Seattle, and uh, they couldn't stop him. And then once Russell Wilson got hurt and he was immobile, oh my gosh, they teed off on him. That defense. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I think that's four. Um, so R- Wilson's on your list as well. Oh, absolutely. All right, give me your five. You know what? I think you'd have to put Patrick Mahomes on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's only one year really of resume, but it was such an incredible year. And you got to assume he's going to get better, don't you think? You have to. And it's funny, Brad, our, the top five on our list are, are I did not think we were going to match there, but we matched almost identically. Um, so for, for the listeners out there on my list, because I ranked them, I know, Brad, I was just coming off the top of his head, but I was Breeze 1, Brady 2. Um, I started with Wilson three, but I decided to swap it, and I went with uh, Rogers three, Wilson four, and Mahomes five for okay. one year. And and like you said, you know, I, I because it's only one year, you know, that's why I had Mahomes as low as I did on that list. Um, but you know, fifty touchdowns right. in in essentially his rookie season. It wasn't his rookie season because he redshirted basically his first year. But you know, he's going to have Andy Reid at his disposal, especially when he's putting up that those kinds of numbers. Kansas City's not going to fire Andy Reid, you know. No, 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 not at all. Right. Yeah. So that that is going to be a situation where you know Mahomes and Reid are probably going to be you know playing and coaching together for five years, ten years. Um, if they can keep putting this kind of uh, stuff up, so holy, holy crap! I mean, he, what a year he had! Oh, it's just something else. Did he win the MVP? I forget. Gosh, I forget too. If he didn't, that was a travesty. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm gonna look this up right quick, Rio. Yeah, right and I'll, I'll just get talking. I'll, I'll talk about some honorable mentions. And again, this is the one year list, but uh, you know, Roethlisberger, I put down just because you know he seems to be degrading a little bit and maybe wearing on his teammates a little bit. So I, I downgraded him. Philip Rivers was somebody I thought about putting on this list, but basically Mahomes yes, bumped yes. him. 
Right, right. Yes, I absolutely went through the same uh, process for sure. And then there's one more, Andrew Luck, who I yeah, who I had those those three, but probably more Rivers and Luck in my one year. I think were were probably my top ones there. Yeah, we had the same thought process going on, and uh, I never once gave any consideration to Golf being on there. Right. <laughs> um, Let's see, uh, not Deshaun Watson. That the, they are belong in a different category. Although pretty good, man. Yep. You know, when you think about the starting quarterbacks in, in today's day and age, I, it, you know, it was like five years ago when it was Brady, it was Rodgers, and it was Roethlisberger and Breeze. It was those four, really. And maybe Manning, but I can't remember if he was on his downside yes, or if he was right. still dominant. But yeah. The thing was, there was like four really good ones, and then the rest were just kind of, yeah, you know. But you know, I'm looking at these names: Car- Carson Wentz, Cam Newton, Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott. You know, I think uh, the quarterback position has upgraded in overall quality. Yeah, and and, and like you said, about five years ago, I kind of looked at the state of the NFL um, at the quarterback position, and I thought, gosh, you know, what's going to happen when these when these legends retire, it's going to kind of suck, but I don't think that anymore. It's like, there's a lot of pretty good coaching, good quarterback play. It's exciting football outside of just like breeze and Brady. And there's a lot of above average quarterbacks these days. I mean, you, you go into Dallas and you fake face Dak Prescott and Mm -hmm. he might 20th on your list. Yeah. I mean, he just might be, you know, and, and there's, there's no guarantee you're coming out of there with a win. And that's a tough matchup. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Did you and see? Did you find if uh, Mahomes won that MVP or not? He did win it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. He deserved yeah. that. Yeah. America's pastime is back. The smell of the grass, the crack of the bat, and now that sensation of money burning a hole in your pocket. Yahoo Daily Fantasy contests bring you closer than ever to the game you love. Yahoo Daily Fantasy offers single day and week long contests, so you can pick a new team every single day if you like. And I like it. To get started, go to yahoo.com slash daily fantasy and find a contest that's right for you. Try a 50-50 contest where 50% of the lineups win. Or you can try Yahoo's innovative quick match feature where they'll pair you with another player of your skill level. And that's a big thing. You know, a, a lot of the uh, the daily fantasy providers out there, they get nailed because they, you know, they, they, some people, there are some sharks out there taking advantage. You don't get that with Yahoo or play for larger prizes and bigger bragging rights and guaranteed prize pool contests. Yahoo Daily Fantasy also has the lowest management fees across the industry. Don't play with the other sites that charge high fees just to get in on the action. Yahoo's lower fees mean more prizes for you, the players, and of course, the winning. Use promo code POD25 for $25 off in free play when you make your first deposit. The sooner you get to playing, the sooner you can get to winning. Go to, once again, everybody, it's yahoo.com slash dailyfantasy to start playing. That promo code for that free $25, it's POD25, very minimal um, uh, account um, entry to get in there. Go ahead. Once again, POD25, it's yahoo.com slash dailyfantasy. Rev up your engines. Adam Carolla is teaming up with Podcast One to bring you Going Racing, your new favorite high-speed racing podcast. Get ready, set, and go. Download new episodes of Going every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. So if you had to draft a quarterback, let's say for five years, that way, like, guys, like, you know, obviously you're not going to draft Brady. He's 42. If you need somebody for five years, he, he's going to be retired by then. Right. Uh, maybe. Right. <laughs> um you know, so so Brady and Breeze for me, they got knocked off the list personally. But let's just talk about five years. Um, okay. In order, um, I'm going to just start with my number one in order. Drafting a rece- a quarterback. If I had to draft today, and by magic I was able to get 
the coordinator and the and the supporting personnel so they can put up these these numbers in a new system, right? This is our game, our rules. So let's just say that we know that we can they can reproduce. My number one draft pick at quarterback would be uh, Mahomes, just based on that one year. Yeah, okay. Um, I can see where you're coming from. I would go Russell Wilson. Yeah. I think he's in his prime, and I I know what he is. I know um, I know that Mahomes had the a very awesome year, and he shows nothing but promise. But I would have to take Russell. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't blame you. I don't blame you there. And uh, Wilson's actually number two on my list for yeah, reasons. Yeah, I don't blame just, you uh, either. Yeah, Mahomes for me, just because of the youth, and I'm not taking um, salary cap into account yet because I'm saving that argument, um, you know, for for the last thing where we just kind of run through some <laughs> some of the numbers. Which I know Brad is going to just because some of these things are going to make your screws fall loose. But um, yeah, man, Mahomes, the the 50 touchdowns, and I'm I'm drafting Mahomes with the knowledge that Andy Reid is his coordinator because I just don't see I you know I think Mahomes will throw more interceptions at some point in his career. Like maybe he goes through what we what we would usually call a sophomore slump, although this is his third year. Awesome. Um, but let's face it, they had a lot of talent also. I mean, they had a killer roster on both sides of the ball. So that's so did Alex Smith stuff. two years ago. You well, know? yes, I'm not saying the guy got lucky with that, but yeah, you know, he's he's a, a great player, surrounded by great players, and that helps obviously. That helps. Although, you know, I, another thing I was doing, maybe we'll save this for another episode. But I, after I was looking at the quarterback salaries, I was poking around to see like the the top uh, paid running back and and wide receiver. I was looking at the skill players. Running back was David Johnson, which I guess you can't argue with. Although last year it, it wasn't his fault; it was the system's fault, as I you know have been saying year you know th- over the last year. But the receiver. 2019 cap number, the second highest cap number, Brad, for wide mm-hmm. receiver, Sammy Watkins. Oh, wow. Wow, is right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? So, like, you know, there, there's there's good talent, um, but Sammy Watkins, I think his cap number is like 15 or 19 or something like that. It's obscene, you know? And it, yeah, they have great talent, but they have Kelsey, they have... Um, they have uh, Tariq Hill, and they had uh, what's his face? I can't even remember the guy that kicked the the lady in the elevator. Hunt, Hunt, Kareem yes, Hunt. Yes, right. But you know when they got rid of Kareem Hunt, like Damian Williams came in, and arguably he was better. I mean he was he was Played really well. good. So well. I wonder how much of this is Andy Reid. I wonder if it's a combination. It probably is right a combination of him and his uh, and his uh, his personnel. But you know. Andy Reid did pretty damn well with uh, Philadelphia and Donovan McNabb, who I think was an inferior quarterback. I do too. To I do too. I don't really think he was anything special. He was uh, he was like a cross between Michael Vick and Dante Culpepper. I mean, uh, he was like a poor man's both of them, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. And I I tweeted out, he's man, that guy's throwing so much shade at, at quarterbacks today. I don't like him as an analyst, man. He's just so negative. It's like well, you weren't that he on? great. I don't ever see him. Well, he got he got booted for sexual harassment. Although I think they they've settled and he didn't he never admitted to anything, but he settled like a claim or whatever because he he denies it. So I'll give him his day there. But yeah. um, he's he's not employed by anywhere. I think he just gets interviewed by like local media and stuff now got because it. he's trying to got get it. back. But yeah, it's uh, I'm not I'm not a big fan. I remember him came coming out and he was really critical of uh, Tony Romo when Romo got his contract, mm. and he's like, oh, I didn't get anywhere near that. I you know. It's, it doesn't matter what you made in like 1997, dude. It may, you know, it matters what you make and like what the cap number is in 2019. So 
I don't know. This guy's always hating on people getting money. I think that's such you know, it's kind of a hip you know hypocritical thing to to do. I liked it uh, when he didn't know the overtime rules. So that yeah, was I great. know, right? Yeah, dumbass. <laughs> I know. How do you not know that? I, I don't know. It's not rocket science. Come I know, on. man. Oh goodness gracious. Anyway, uh, so we both we both have Mahomes. We both have Wilson. I think right. Agreed. Yeah. Just flip flopped. All right. Well, why don't you give me your three? Because I think our list is going to start to start to go. Okay. So for the next three, for the next five years, I have to put Aaron on that list still. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't know if that's the Homer in me, but, but he's he's 36, you know, he's, he's doing, he's trying to keep his body right. I think he can get, he can be prime, extend his prime through 41, just like we've seen uh, Breeze and Brady do. So he's on my list for sure. Okay. You know, I mean, Obviously, Brady hasn't shown any signs of slowing down, but I don't think you could put him on there. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to throw in a wild card, and I'm going to put Jimmy G on that bad boy. I think he's going to be fantastic. I thought about him. I thought yeah. about him. He's only 28 years old. Um, I think he's going to be fantastic, too, but I haven't seen it outside of New England, right? Well, I guess he had a really nice uh, stretch when he got traded uh, at the tail end of 2017. Um, he put up a nice stretch at the end of the year, but... You know, he started the season a little bit rough, but they also had some competition and some injury issues there. I, I wrestled with it. He didn't make my list, but I wrestled with that, and I, I like the choice. Okay, and for my last one, it, it came down between either Andrew Luck or Jared Goff, and I'm going to stick with Luck. You actually, I think, had, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so you went with, I'm sorry, Luck? Yeah, Andrew Luck. Um, that's funny. So I, I on my list, I, the ones I've talked about, I've talked about Mahomes, I've talked about Wilson, I've talked about Mayf- um Rodgers Mayfield made my list based on his rookie season uh-huh. and what I like coming out of of Cleveland but in all in all honesty I, I like I said I was doing it off the top of my head I would put That's luck a wild there. card for you we I'd put I put luck over in discussing this I put luck over over that list but I loved what I saw from Mayfield um, again I'm not taking salary cap into this yet but he is on a rookie contract he's a young guy and when I say he's a young guy it's not because his cap number is low for this list it's because he can continue to groom and he did have the most touchdown passes ever as a rookie quarterback yeah so he's baller. he is baller he is baller so you know he's to me he's my poor man's version of, uh, of Patrick Mahomes on this list um, I don't think he'll ever get 50 touchdowns in a season because I think only three quarterbacks have if I'm not mistaken but uh, maybe four, maybe Moreno got there. I can't remember. I don't think so, but maybe he did. Um, but yeah, I, li- I like Mayfield a lot. And then um, and then golf is my other one that I have on the list for sure. Yeah, right. Because again, if I'm assuming I'm taking golf, I'm assuming that he's getting his offensive system with him. So that's as much about drafting McVay as it is about golf. Realistically. Sure, of course. All right, man. So uh, let me let me just run through. <laughs> let me run through the 2019 quarterback salaries, Brad. Oh, goodness gracious. So I'm, I'm giving you the cap number. So this is uh, just the salary cap value that includes signing bonus number, like the prorated signing bonus and the salary. So it's all lumped together. Okay. Okay. Number one, and I'm going to I'm going to go through this whole list here because I think it's that entertaining. So, you know, listeners, I'm sorry, but uh, if you're not into salary cap number stuff, I mean, that's pretty much what the rest of the show is going to be about. But okay. Number one, Brad. Matthew Stafford, $29.5 million. Oh, God. You know what that is, dude? That is a, a, an insecure franchise. That's what they do. Yeah, we, we talk about this. is something stuff that we kind of, I wouldn't say argue, but we go back and forth about this on. You're right. I mean, insecure franchises, Detroit, what, what franchise quarterback have they ever had? Stafford puts up a couple 5,000-yard seasons, gets him into the playoffs he's, a couple times. 
Well, a couple. Did he, he got them there a couple? I think I think he's been in there twice, if I'm not mistaken. Bounced it's, in the first round both okay, times. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, bounced in the first round, so he's 0 for two. He's been starting what? He he was starting since you and I worked together, and that was 06, <laughs> yeah. 07, right? <laughs> yeah. And he's 0 for two in the playoffs, and he's making the most money, or or he's got the biggest hit in the cap. Yeah. Uh, that's sad, man. That's that's really sad. I mean. If they didn't do that, um, maybe they could have had Mahomes or, you mm. know, mm-hmm. uh, Jared Goff or we could go on and on Mayfield, right? I mean, or Watson or. So Stafford is a guy that because I think he's on his second big contract, if I'm not mistaken, I can't re- I can't recall, but I think he got extended prior to last season. I can't remember. But um, you know, Stafford is a guy that he came into the league young for a quarterback, and he had experience. I think he was like an early graduate, and he played as a true freshman at Georgia or something like that. But he comes into the NFL young, and actually does pr- pretty well for a young he guy. Did pretty well, pretty I'll give well. Him that. But yeah. uh, let me say this: I never thought that he did as well as say Mahomes or uh, Mayfield did in his rookie season. I wasn't that yes. impressed. Yes, I'll give you that. But you know, in Detroit's defense. You never thought he wouldn't even win a playoff game because he was pretty good. He could chuck okay. it, right? And you, you kind of thought he would get better. And it, 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 to me, it feels like he hasn't gotten better at all. He came in pretty good, and he's still just pretty good. Yeah, I'm with you. And, you know, another thing is in that division, right, it's a tough division. Um, and if you look at the over the course of his career, you, you mentioned it, like when you and I were still actually working together back when you had a job, Brad. Yeah, yeah, a real day job instead of just Playboy. And yeah, I know, right? That's an awful time. I'm, yeah, I'm trying. I'm sure. trying to be more like you with this consulting company. I want to live the bread, the bread lifestyle. Hey, you market me, then I'll teach you how to do it. We'll be a team. Hey, man, I'm I'm done with that. Um, but yeah, Stafford. So like he can He comes in, and uh, you know, you got the the Packers with Brett Favre at that point. You got the Vikings with Adrian Peterson. Then you have the the Vikings with Brett Favre. And the Packers with Aaron Rodgers, it's like he's always been like the third best in his division. Even last year, um, and last year they were the worst. If yeah, they they finished last yeah. in that division last year right, to a Trubisky. Right. You know, Trubisky led Bears team um, won the division. You know, it's just like you know, he's never really taken that leap as a quarterback. No. And you know, <clears throat> the point I was making before about him coming in the league young, so he gets a he gets an extension at like twenty five or twenty six years of age. And you're Detroit, you have to make that extension. You have to, right? Yeah. He's he's shown yeah. you enough. He's put up the numbers. He had, you know, kind of like eh, head coaches. Tough spot for them. I'll give you that. Yeah. But, but let me say, what has he had a big win? What what's what's the big win? What's the big game even? Yeah, I know. What is the big win in the big game in twelve seasons? What Zero. is it? It's that guy you know, Rob Parker. I think he calls him Stat Padford. Stat Padford. Yeah, I love Rob. Parker. Yeah, because like he'll he'll put up like hundred yards for the first three quarters and just go nuts in the fourth quarter right, trying to bring his right. team back. And I'm with you, but so um so the first extension, yeah, the second extension, assuming he got it, I'm, I'm pretty sure he did. I'm like ninety five percent sure he did. I wouldn't have extended him this past time, man. Like, I just wouldn't have done it. Um, like you said, man, there there are too many good quarterbacks coming out of college. Get rid of that. You know, you you can take that salary cap number for twenty five point twenty nine point five down to like four, and right. build up the rest of your team there. Uh, I get. I, I would have gotten rid of him. I don't think they can at this point, but I, I would have gotten rid of him. Okay, so number two on the list at twenty nine million dollars in the twenty nineteen season, the cap hit. Your favorite, Brad Kirk Cousins. There it is. I knew that was coming. <laughs> There it is. Two uh, of the same guys, Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford, only Kirk Cousins is not as good. Right. They are the same guy. 
They are the same guy. I can't argue you with know, that there. I've been having the same argument for years. It's not that I don't think Kirk Cousins can play, but he wants to think he's the man and he's just not. Yeah. It's terrible. <sighs> I'm with it's you, man. Nuts. Yeah, the Vikings. Were, yeah, the Vikings, oh, man. I'm glad they paid him. Yep. Number three on this list at 27.525 million, Andrew Luck. Okay. There you go. Hey, your first one, right? Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. I don't hate it. Got to have, you know, he's, he's, I think he's really good and uh, he deserves that money. And when there he's it is. healthy, he takes his team on championship runs, a- AFC championship runs, thanks to Brady and, and everybody else there. But he, he does take his team into the playoffs and, and wins games in the playoffs. So, yeah, I'm correct. good with it. I'm good with it. And he's still young. I think he's 30 this league season. So, yeah, man, it's a, that, I think it's a good contract for him. For sure. Yep. Um, number four. And again, you know, I'm talking about 2019 salary cap numbers. If you're wondering why I haven't said Russell Wilson yet, it's because we're talking about the 2019 season. His He got a lot of uh, guaranteed money. His total contract value is number one, but his 2019 number is not. Uh, but number four, Brad, I was surprised at how high he is at 27 million. Tom Brady. Uh, you know what? I am surprised about that because didn't he do a bunch of little things to to save his rooms or his team space on the cap? Yeah, but yeah, I, yes, he did, and that's why I was surprised. But I'm betting he got some escalators um, after the Super Bowl or something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was surprised because usually his cap number, Tom Brady, is somewhere in that like that 15 range, so that the team has more money to to build the rest of the roster out. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's getting that supermodel money from from his wife Giselle, so he doesn't really need it. But yeah, I was surprised that he was as high as he was. And then uh, that brings me to number five here. Can I say something real quick? At what point, if you're Tom Brady, do you just say something like, dude, I'll play for $2 million this year? I know this is going to sound to be complete, complete lunacy, right? But what does he make per year right now? What is it? Do you know? Can you figure it? The number is 27, but I'm not sure what the actual like salary is. So at what point wouldn't he say, dude, bump that in half? Send the money out to get some like three or four ballers, and let's win this again, and let's win it easier. Yeah, I, right? I, I mean, because he's got the Giselle money, he's got the endorsements, he's got all the money from his career. Like earning two hundred million in your life compared to two hundred twenty million, does that even matter at that point? Yeah, so Giselle makes uh, uh, Giselle makes like nine figures, right? Um, or at least she did, right? So, like, more than he does. Yeah, significantly more, like ten times more than he does. So, you yeah, see what I'm saying, man? Give I do, some man. of these guys an extra two million dollars a year, so you can get Demarius Thomas, and then you can get another badass guy, right? Like Sammy Watkins. Yeah, like Sammy Watkins. <laughs> no, I'm I, I'm with you. The the devil's advocate to that argument is he. Uh, I, I remember Simmons. Um, you know, in the 2000s, I think it was prior to 2010, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Simmons, before, I think it was before the Randy Moss trade. You know, Brady would take less money for that reason, and then the Patriots would never spend it. Like they would cut guys, mm, well, and they I wouldn't guess extend no guys out. They would spend it. Yeah. So like GM. So yeah. If I were if I were Brady, I would I would absolutely do that if I had some kind of control over, you know, the kind of guys that they brought in as well. And we're talking about Belichick. He's not going to give that kind of control up. He wouldn't. Yeah. He, so, I can see him drawing the line there. Yeah. This I'm good with the job. spirit of that argument, but, um, yeah, but, it's a little naive, but yeah, you know, it's a little bit of a fantasy thing, but I don't know. Yeah. Not, um, not 
completely far fetched. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, no worries. I'm I'm trying to get through about forty minutes here. So sure, maybe sure. we'll just go through the top ten and then I'll just give you some funny ones after that, Brett. Okay. Um Aaron Rodgers is next, uh, number five at twenty six and a half million, and then Russell Wilson with his new contract, his cap number for twenty nineteen is twenty six point two million. So those are uh, numbers five and six. Can't argue those. Yep. Um, number seven is. Can I guess? Yeah. Cam Newton. Oh, he's number eight. You were really close. Oh, uh, Carson Wentz seven. No, Wentz. I don't think he's gotten his new contract yet, so he's still down. Okay. There. Okay. Uh, no, this is um, your your second favorite quarterback, Eli Manning. Oh my God! Number seven. I knew it. Dude, I wanted you this one. Kid me. Yep. Number seven at twenty three point two million dollars this cap season. Oh wow! What are they doing? Oh, and run organization in sports, right there, New York Giants. I, I can't believe he's still on the roster at that number. Listen, we could go down a list of quarterbacks, and I guarantee you, you, me, all our boys, other people that know these things, you would name twenty quarterbacks before you got to Eli Manning. Maybe 25 of them. I think you might say Blake Bortles before you say Eli Manning. I'll I'll tweet it out. I'm I bet I would give you 15. I don't think he'd make my top 15. I might put him in there just because of the two Super Bowls. All right. Well, let's have a little fun real quick. Well, you know what? We're, we're, time is a factor. Proceed. We can save it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll save it. Eh, you know what? After that, I'll just race through this list and then we'll talk about it because I want okay. that debate. It's fun. We'll go a little bit long. Um, yeah, and you were right, Brad. I shouldn't have said you were wrong because Cam Newton is actually tied for the next one at 23.2. Um, mm-hmm. Eli Manning's 23.2 and Roethlisberger is 23.2 this season. So those are all tied for basically number seven there. Uh, Philip okay. Rivers is number eight at 23. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Me too. Uh, Drew Brees is number nine with 22.7. Obviously, we're good with that. Yeah, and by the way, Breeze is at this point is just kind of basically calling a shot in his number, and he's not holding um, their feet to the fire just yet, the Saints. So he's kind of doing what you said. It's like, hey, let's go out and let's extend some guys and be aggressive. So Right, right, and let's have fun. Yep, let's win. Absolutely. And then uh, the next on this list, I'm losing count here, the next on this list at 22.5 mil, Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'd like to stay positive with regards to him. I think maybe he can bounce back. Yeah, I'm not as um, affronted with that number <laughs> as I am with the next two on this list. Um, Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, $20.1 million yeah. on both of them. Does anybody – Marcus Mariota, he's like a scoop of vanilla ice cream on top of a piece of laminate manila paper, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with like a – He's like the most boring thing that the league has ever seen. Is there any quarterback that I could care less about than Marcus Mariota? I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you 100% on that. You know, I was hoping wallpaper. I was hoping that, you know, he was going to have a have a new like LaFleur. He was going to have a new offensive coordinator and they did improve his completion percentage and all that stuff. But he still just did not string it together. He's not a bomb, but he's not like. Maybe it's because he plays in the South. Jesus, yeah. I don't ever want to hear that name ever again. Well, yeah, now he's going to have, uh, what's his face, um, um, Tannehill to deal with. I mean, that's going to be a quarterback battle, and I, I don't think Mariota's going to win that quarterback battle. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Um, next on the list is Alex Smith at 20.4. See, a guy like Alex Smith I give way more props to than, than Mariota. I'm with you. I'm with you. Right? Unfortunately, Alex Smith isn't going to play this year. Oh, uh, that's right. Or ever. Yeah, I know. He might not is ever Is he still going to get paid? Yeah, man. I think the contract is at least guaranteed. Like, for, for, I, I, you know, I, I don't know how much longer he would count against the Redskins salary cap. I think they're kind of screwed um, with that. 
So I don't know what's going to happen, but um, I know the Redskins, because I was curious, uh, Case Keenum, who's actually going to be starting for them this year, his cap number $7.5 million. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next on the list, Brad, after Alex Smith is uh, Garoppolo at 19.3. Okay, appropriate. And then funny here, uh, Joe Flacco at 18.5 is next. Hmm. Like so you, you always think okay. about Jay, like Flacco having this worst contract, but it's it's come back to earth, like I've said, you know, his number over yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. He's an interesting one, for sure. I think I think it's fair. I'm I'm counting now because I want to see 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. So Flacco is 17 in cap number. Okay. Number 18 is Andy Dalton, 16.2 mm-hmm. mil. Mm-hmm. Number 19 here, I think an undervalued quarterback, Matt Ryan at 15.8. Mm, yeah, yeah. He's probably making a little bit less money than he should. He definitely should make more than Andy friggin' Dalton. Yeah, but he did get Joe he, Flacco. He did get his extension though. Um, so this is like a front, like it's 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 a backloaded contract. So his number this year is low mm-hmm. um, to maintain. But Matt Ryan at, at 15.8, I would have expected him to be around that 20 to 22. Like I think he should be in that Cam Newton, Ben Roethlisberger. Well, maybe not Roethlisberger, but Ro- yeah, yeah, I'm with that. Cam Newton, Roethlisberger, Rivers. I think that's probably where Ryan should be. That 22 point whatever. Dude, I just spaced. Who are we talking about? Matt I completely Ryan. Spaced. Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. No worries. Um, it's completely left me. Short-term memory. Um, I I personally was never a Matt Ryan guy. Me neither. Remember six, seven years ago, we called him Matty Ice, and he he played really well in like these clutch moments, and it was like a, it was almost like a fifteen minutes of fame for this cat, right? Yeah. And be, and, and it's kind of been minutia ever since. No. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm with you. Like, I don't. I always put Ryan in the same category as, as Matt Stafford, which is you're maybe like tier one is is like Brady and Luck. Um, I'm sorry, Brady, Breeze, Rogers. Tier like one A might be like those guys like Luck. Um, you know, the guys knocking on the door. Uh, maybe even Roethlisberger, who's gotten through in the Super Bowl, but you know, mm-hmm. then 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 the next tier to me is like these guys that can put up a lot of numbers but don't win anything, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where I always put Matt Ryan. Now he had his, that Super Bowl run; they should have won. They were up twenty-eight to three. Devonta Freeman missed a couple of blocks, a couple of chip blocks, um, and and Atlanta loses the Super Bowl. Nobody ever that harps on Devonta Freeman, so I have to say it every time: Devonta Freeman screwed Atlanta in that Super Bowl. That whole thing was just awful. Yeah, it was awful. Anyway, uh, moving down the list here, we got Nick Foles next at twelve million a year, um, which is basically his his contract with the Jags that he signed this year. Um, Jared Goff is next, still playing mm. out his rookie contract at eight point okay. eight, and then Wentz is after that at eight point four. So those guys are going to be in line for big money. Although Wentz is, I'm a little concerned about him. I want him to be healthy and put up another good year. Yeah, last year was weird. Or sorry, even two years ago was weird. He had Nick Foles come in, and then this past year, it's almost like they didn't even like him as much as Foles. It was really kind of bizarre, actually. Yep. They um, didn't like his talent or his personality all of a sudden. Yep, yep. I'm with you. Um, next on this, this list here, we have Trubisky at 7.9, Baker Mayfield 7.4, Sam Darnold at 6.8. So these highly drafted rookie quarterbacks, you know, rookie contract quarterbacks are uh, – are up there. But you know, Brad, who I haven't mentioned yet? I haven't mentioned Patrick Mahomes. Mm, very true. I have not mentioned Deshaun Watson. Mm, well, 
That's I, what happens when you catch fire with rookies, huh? Mm-hmm. And I haven't mentioned Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. I You know, that's interesting. It's very interesting. I think out of those three, I think Dak deserves the least amount. I would agree with that. So Mahomes, again, yeah. still playing out rookie contract, right? 4.4, his salary cap number next year. Mm, mm. Yeah. So again, back to my point about the talent level, you know, that's you're able to have talent when you got a badass at quarterback that doesn't make anything. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the Seattle of five years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, not saying Mahomes isn't good, but when he gets the money he deserves, which may be the most ever. Right. Um, he may break a record with his contract. I mean, how how well are things going to go in uh, Kansas City? I don't know. Yep. Um, I, 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 yeah, exactly. And then, you know, golf is the same thing. Uh, you know, his number is 8 million or whatever, but he's going to get a big extension soon. So what's that going to do to the Rams? Like they, they spent like crazy last year and they have like these, uh, these extended receivers. Well, it's going to start happening to them. Mm-hmm. Um, Deshaun Watson's number is 3.7. At some point he's going to get an extension. I think he's, you know, you don't put him up there with Mahomes because Mahomes had such a crazy year, but he's pretty darn good too. Like he's, right. he's got some potential. And then um, what the, the crazy thing, though, is Dak Prescott, I'm with you. I think he deserves the least out of all those. Dak Prescott's salary cap number in 2019, $2.1 million. Mm, 2.1. Wow. Dak Prescott is better than $2.1 million. Let me let me name some, some quarterbacks whose salary cap number is higher than Dak Prescott, all right? I'm just going to run off the list here. We have Chase Daniel, mm, $6 million. Jeez, jeez. Ryan Fitzpatrick, $5.5 million. Chad Henney, backup quarterback to, to Patrick Mahomes, 4.1. Yikes. Josh Rosen, 4 mil. Yeah. Drew Stanton, 3.7. Wow, wow. This is a terrible list. Yeah. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, Taylor, um, 3.5. Colt McCoy, 3.3. Teddy Bridgewater, 3.2. Nate Sudfeld, 3 million. AJ McCarron, 3 million. Brian mm. Hoyer, 3 million. Lamar Jackson, 2.1 million. Dak Prescott, once again, 2.1 mil. Wow, wow. But he needs another contract. I mean, he's due, isn't he? He's due. He's due. He's going to get paid. And they're talking talking about giving him nine figures, too. And I think that's a mistake. But um, he's going to get paid. I do, too. too. It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. Well, you know what, Brad? I think we're we're about 50 minutes through. It was actually a a much longer discussion than I thought it would be, but it was a fun one. Um, It was fun. Yeah, let's save the uh, let's save the Manning stuff, the Manning rankings. I'd like to no kind of go through and and maybe we can um, sweep through and talk about these because we're about to hit dead months and I and I don't feel like doing the uh, the season previews super early uh, this season. Um, so let's you know talk maybe about running backs and wide receivers next week and yeah. maybe get back to that Manning debate. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Let's let's table this. Yes. Table. It's my favorite term. Let's table it. Let's table it and, and bring it up. Put that on back burner. Yeah, let's back week. burn it. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, man. Uh, hey, good week. Uh, it was fun time. And uh, everybody out there, go out, get paid. <laughs>